This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. Uh, please keep in mind we're not doctors. Nope, just a couple of dumbbells, love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And help you start right now. Part two, uh, baby, Peloton part two. Part two, little in controversy in the, uh, in the opening there. I cut a part out, Eugene sensed it and immediately just picked up the slack. Wait, what did I say? I, I, I said we're not doctors, and I, I usually say we never claim to be. And for some reason, I just didn't say it, and I forgot it. And you were just like, <laughs> like the good listener that you are, man. You're just like right there, not letting Stanger fall. Well, yeah, we don't edit it, so we kind of have to keep <laughs> moving. Hey, that's part of the uh, part of the interest in the show. Is hey, just to see that tightrope walk. It's almost like it's a live show without it being live because we don't do any of the post production that <laughs> yeah. is needed to make it happen, except for splitting up this episode so that we have a two parter with Mister um, the 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 Peloton Don himself, Mister Ben Rogers. The Peloton Don himself, Ben Rogers, like the chocolate. Like the chocolate, uh, delivering tons of Peloton facts and knowledge. Boom, we got a, we got the exciting conclusion to our big talk. Yeah, um, the big I question think, that we left off on was: Is it enough on its own? Is it enough on its own? Is it yeah. enough on its own? Still pondering that. We get yeah. to it a little bit in this episode, this part of the episode. We also maybe talk spe- more specific about instructors. I sure. think. Yeah, and um, we'll, and me and you will get into it a little bit more about those individual instructors after we listen to this part with Ben. So we might as well jump into this now, right, buddy? Yeah, let, yeah and let me also tease. Uh, we had a bunch of people write in with oh, uh, yes. Peloton-specific uh, questions, comments, and um, hacks. And yes. uh, a lot of the stuff that we were curious about, uh, people answered for us on our Instagram and, and through our Gmail and all that kind of stuff. So we will, we will get to that app. So if you're curious as to how you can maybe use the Peloton app on a bike that you purchase yourself that's not Peloton Or that equipment. you already have, yeah. Or that you already have, great, yeah. We will answer that specifically uh, after our talk with Ben Rogers. Yeah, let's get that Peloton done back. For me, I, I do still need to lift heavy. And, and for a lot of people, we still need to get that weight training in. Do you think there'll be a point where Peloton is going to Add that in, and does that mean for the people that want to focus on that right now, this might not be the time to get it? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I if there's one thing I hope they add is like, all right, this is for people who have a barbell at home or something Yeah, um, that can actually do some real lifting. Because right now, it's and that might just be too small a market, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, also, when gyms open up, why not have do your Peloton class in a gym? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just have your phone and you just have headphones in and then you just set up your phone and just go around your gym, you know? And, and I see people I see people kind of do that. You mean already. like have it a similar way that Peloton is doing the outdoor running class where it's you're doing it with weights instead? Is that what you mean? And you can do that. So yeah, you like you just set up your phone and you just follow along with the class. Um, at the gym. And that is probably something that I would do. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But then, so if you have a good setup at home, you could do it. Or if not, then you just you do it at the gym, and you, yeah. know, you get a squat rack, and you get you know your whole little program. But they just need to add that aspect to it, or at least heavier with um, the weights that they have. Uh, and the they'll say thing. they'll say like, well, you can modify it. Just do heavier weights, and it's like, well, no, you can't do that many squats. With yeah, it's, a lot of weight on your back, like it's, it's just, designed to be a metabolic workout. Yeah, Got it. I mean, it's not you can't. Scale. They're not factoring in like a minute long rest after every set you do, you know, or whatever. If you're going like really fucking heavy, yeah, um, yeah. they just don't have that kind of setup. Which I it's guess still it's still catered very much to the home gym limited equipment available market, and also probably um, to the weight loss mentality. Weight loss community. I right? would say it's. Yeah, if there's um, if I had to guess what their main market is, it's probably middle-aged women looking to lose weight. Got it. Like that, that I would say would be their probably target demo. Pedal for wine, pedal for wine out in uh, yeah, yeah, Emerson. Five hundred rides. Five hundred rides. And happy birthday! So happy um, birthday! S- Thank you so much for celebrating with us. <laughs> so, um, uh, Rogers, I, I did. W- I want to talk about instructors, but so a year ago, what were the classes that got you to keep riding it? Uh, was it was part of it the kind of gamified version of it where you were just kind of like, let me see how high up this leaderboard I can get in a certain class, or was it based on instructors and like? Like yeah, that kind and of the, stuff. I kind of just like exploring and you go through phases of like who you like and why. I mean, it might be just superficial shit. Um, but then I got really into, I think it, they call it power zone training when I first got the bike. Okay. Um, that's what I got into where, I mean, they're more endurance rides where you're just trying to ride for a really long point at a, at a high resistance uh-huh. Um, and they have under the resistance bar, they have like a little uh, broken down bar into four sections of like riding slowly is the first section. And then each section is a little bit harder and you try to keep it in um, a certain zone. Oh, almost cool. Like, you know, uh, I mean, there's other training like that, but I got into that for a while. Um, and then I... Uh, I kind of got bored with that or it was, I was like, why the fuck am I doing this to myself? Um, and then I was just kind of doing a lot of hit rides. And now the new trend for me is doing these bike boot camps. But I also got, they have all these challenges and, and the challenges are smart because they do. It's like, all right, I'll try to get that. And it does open you up. It's like, oh, do a yoga class for a week. Um, try do four yoga classes in 10 days. And it's like, all right, I'll fucking do that. Yeah. Or run, um, do four sprinting workouts outside in um, two weeks. And that was pretty fun. You know, got me running with the dog. I can't really run that much anymore. But I was like, oh, I get this. This is good to have switched up. I've even done like... They have a stupid walking program that I tried once. I was yeah. Like, walking workout. All right, I'll try this. And I was <laughs> like, this is a waste of my time. And did it, uh, so now doing it for this long, do you feel like it's keeping, does it feel like you're getting something out of it or does it feel like it's maintenance? I guess. It's maintenance and um, just getting the 
the mental rush of like getting a workout in. I'm I'm definitely don't feel like I'm getting stronger or in better shape, but I'm staying in shape. You know, yeah, I'm you're staying better at riding a stationary bike. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, my my. Uh, like I got hooked in, I could only when I first started take classes that were taught by pretty women. <laughs> really, it's like all that's I what I was like, saying. Uh, that's what I was saying was like some stuff is just superficial. <laughs> it's like yeah, I want to take Leanne Hainsby's class. Yeah, so I would just like seek out who looked cute, and then I would take their class, and then just kind of enjoy this person, you know, like just talking it to the camera or whatever. So then that, and then you kind of pick the different personalities there, and that was fun. And then obviously since then I branched, you know, way out and have a done. I mean, Cody Rigsby's, you know, uh, I've kind of satellite taken his classes, but he's been a more recent person. I've been following more just because he surprises me at what he says. Yeah, yeah. I've been and doing I his because he does a lot of those boot camps. And a friend of mine who's a comedian. Um, she was like, you don't take Cody's classes? They're the funniest. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not taking a fucking guy's class. Now I am so kind of don't even care about it and, and, and am over any connection with the instructors and it's mechanical. Sometimes I will log on to the bike and whatever the time is and the type of workout, whatever the first one that pops up, I'll just fucking do it. Got it. Yeah, because otherwise you're just scrolling forever. I, I'm, I'm at a similar place, but I'll, I still have my favorites. Like, I really like Emma Lovewell as a teacher. Yeah, you're big and into she, Emma Lovewell. She's, she's not for everybody, but I, I like it because there's, there's an artifice um, and some phoniness. Like, she's very instructor-ish, but... In a way, to me, that feels like cool because it's just not any bullshit. She's just like, look, I'm here to fucking teach a Peloton class. Yeah, I'm really good at it, and here's how it goes, and I'm going to give you some inspirational stuff in a way that's not that I'm not pretending like I'm not trying to do that. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, so one like, of my favorite just, instructors is Irene Schulz, which yes. Like, so um, I, I kind of <laughs> sold Stanger on this, but she teaches mostly the German classes. Okay, and, and so she doesn't teach a lot of classes, and there's something about, um, and you know the what? authenticity. This, this is yeah. This gets me on a whole nother point. Like people who are real xenophobic, I don't fucking understand it because in my experience, anybody who has English as a second language, usually they're so much more charming. <laughs> and like uh, somebody was really bothering me once, and I was talking to a mutual friend. I was like, man. She drives me fucking crazy, all the stuff she says. He's like, I just pretend she's a French girl. I just pretend she has a French accent. If you do that, everything she says is like really kind of just fun and charming. <laughs> and and like with Irene Schultz, there's it's like that same thing where it's like she's um I mean she speaks perfect English, but yeah. there is something fun about like Well, it's even further back because she speaks English, but she learned English in South Africa. So she's German and learned English by way of South Africa. And so and she's a, it's a little bit of a tightrope walk for her when she teaches a class because she's like, I don't know if what I said is right, but there you go. You but know? there is an authenticity there yes. that, that is not with everybody. And I do think that's the thing that sets some instructors apart. Some people have the teaching shit down. Yeah. And they're super slick and good teachers. But other people just have a really great personality that comes out. Um, yeah. So uh, your top instructors would be who, Ben? Or uh, now? I, like, I guess I, I like Irene Scholes. I like this um, this instructor, H Hannah Frankson. 
Um, yeah. She's one of my favorites. I also like her because she's just come straight up, it seems like, from an athletic background. Uh-huh. Like uh, One of the drinking games of Peloton instructors is how much they talk about the shit they did before they taught Peloton. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and like hers are all about like running track and like stuff coaches told her. And I like that. That gets me. I'm like it gets her buys her more credibility in sure. my head, and I want to hear those. It's like, yeah, I want to hear the coach's motivation. Um, it gets me a little bit more than um, oh, what's it? Robin. Robin uh, is one of the instructors oh, yeah. who brings up being a lawyer in almost every class she teaches. Yes. She's like, she I used to be a lawyer. I don't do that anymore. And uh, oh, right, yeah. There's I, another instructor. I've taken uh, oh, one of her classes. Yeah. She's got a lot of catchphrases that are pretty funny of like, um, wear your crown. <laughs> got it. Yeah. You, you are royalty. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of branding. Branding's real important. If they can get you little buzzwords and shit. Sure. They're all doing their fucking butt, like d- fucking done and dusted. <laughs> done and dusted, Leanne Hainsby. Uh, well, that was a real funny one, too, because Rogers clocked that... Uh, <laughs> They, they for a while there the Peloton instructors the Peloton studios had to shut down okay yeah because of the pandemic this is how deep I am into it by the way <laughs> and, and me too, <laughs> too I'm, I was right there with you and so they were they were recording remote they were they were broadcasting the classes from their apartments and houses and shit which was really interesting kind of seeing where they live and whatever little half ass setup they had to do and like and clearly so, Peloton like gave them instructions of like buy some put plants a, yeah put a, put plant a little in the fucking put some little trinkets and tchotchkes in the in the corner to give it a little yeah. personality you know poster of the eiffel tower something that gives you some character yeah and so hainsby uh like right before her class was about to air had to just come out and say uh hey i just want to let everybody know and i'm sharing this with the world that i'm dating this other instructor and yeah. uh, we've been going out for a while, and we're happy, and we please respect our privacy. And then that guy did his class, and it was in the exact same location as yeah, so I, I found it backwards. I was like, wait, is this like a bo-? like Because I was trying to, you know, they have all the classes up, and clearly, even though they moved some books and put up different props behind them, it's definitely the, exa- it's definitely the same bike and the yeah. same camera setup. Yeah. And I'm like... Does Peladon put everybody up in like the same place? Are they like working around the quarantine? And then I was like, oh no, they're they they're in a secret relationship, and this fucking bus busted <laughs> them. Busted wow, them. yeah, because I think you showed me screen grabs of it. It might not, have, they may not even have announced it yet. And then people were like writing in, so then they had to come out and say, hey, yeah. we're dating. Or wow, Peloton gossip. Wait, so who are these two people that were dating? Or uh, are they stuck? Is his name Ben Aldis? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know him. I don't take any of his shit. I don't take his classes. One of his um, classes. Leanna Hainsby is the girl. Yeah, Leanne Hainsby. Leanne Han, that's right, yeah. And and Ben Aldis. They're like the UK instructors. Got it. They're British. Uh, Eugene, what are some of yours? Who have have you been getting to? Well, it's so funny. I will say, it's funny. I... um, uh, you're the mentality... I get the mentality of like, oh, I'm just going to take hot girls. Um... Initially, it's a little creepy. No, I, was I don't there think for so. A while. No, but you know what? It's worth bringing up. But there it is, is worth a I, fucking I get sexual it. aspect. Yes, there's a sexual voyeurism, and it, you know, all right, you can give me shit about it. But I'm even when you it. take, even whoever's class you take, the look they give to the camera, sometimes I'm like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> 
Um, I've, like, if they saw the person on the other side, they're not making that face. Yeah. Right. They're staring down the barrel. I, um, uh, I've only taken one. Um, I took, like, the all-in-one class once where they all do, like, a section oh, yeah. of it just so I can see what everybody's vibe oh, was. that's a good little sampler, yeah. So I was just like, oh, sampler. okay, let me see what the vibe is of everybody. Thick. Um and um Wing. Yeah, a little wings, a little uh, quesadilla. quesadilla. There was a potato uh, skin got, in there. Yeah, you got f- fucking fried uh, fucking Calmar. stuff. Yeah, yeah, Calmar, just a bunch yeah. of fucking fried shit. But yeah, so I did one of those. The only um, female instructor I took was that Robin class. Arzan, yeah. The lawyer, and I, I remember her saying she was a lawyer a number of times during it. But that was also the first like hit class that I took, and that was the first one that I wasn't able to keep up with. Yeah. Um, What's funny Eugene, about Robin? Eugene told me. Woo! I was like, "What is happening? Why am what did is the calibration on this bike weird or what?" Because, um, yeah, it was just it was just hard for me, and I'm just. Yeah. Um, but my main instructors are Cody and Alex, yeah. and that Dennis dude. Dennis, yeah. But that's only because I'm just like, I'm literally, I feel like I'm just there to put my head down and do the work. And I'll look up every once in a while to Cody and go like, this guy's funny. Or like, he'll he'll play music, you know. I mean, it's like, it's drag music. It reminds me of like an 80s, like Shadow Stevens DJ. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... Dennis reminds me of a CrossFit instructor at a gym that I'm visiting. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. Can I interest you in uh, joining a membership? Right, you're and like, you're like, nah, nah man, I'm, 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 I'm just yeah. here for the week. Oh, so, very dude, cool, you, very you cool. say something funny too, and he goes, <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then, and then he, le- and then he knows what he's talking about. But then you just walk away and you don't yeah. care. He's got good stuff. Like yeah. I, whenever I take his class, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good take on it. The one thing I do like about him is he's just like I like how he literally tells you what's going to happen over the next half hour at the yeah. very beginning, and he goes, "This oh. is the point where I'm talking about it. We're doing it right now." And it's like pet, you know, pet peeve of mine. When huh? they don't have the fucking bar on the bottom that tells you the uh, range. Drives me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to rely on their fucking unreliable asses. You uh-huh. know, and they're just like, won't say anything. You're like, are we supposed to be slowing down? Right. Or what do we do? So that's like, so he, he, I feel like he's by the book pretty well. And then he just seems like a, a kind of like a corny dad. Otherwise. Yeah, yeah that's a good, that's a good call. And then I'm, so I'm just like, okay, that's fine. I'll take the corny dad every once in a while. Cody, I like a lot when, when it's just like I've already lifted and I'm just trying to do 20 minutes to just move my body and I, I can laugh and work hard if I want to, but he's also, he's funny as shit, man. I, I'm, that's right. I like to set my own pace a little bit. So I don't like if the class says it's like a, they'll rate the difficulty level. It's user generated to where people will say, how hard was yeah. it? And so 10 would be the hardest. If it's getting in that nine or 10 range, I don't like those classes. I like more in like the eight lower eights and then I'll push if I feel like pushing or not. Yeah. I did this fucking. So sometimes I'll do a just ride and just kind of design my own little hit workout. Like if I'm watching TV or something. Um, but I, I was doing that and I didn't feel like quite enough. So I was like, I'm going to start with a 10 minute climb ride, which are really hard. And then I'll do 30 minutes of my own shit. 
So I did Kendra Tool. She's another one that's a she's she teaches really tough classes. And so I did her 10 minute ride. I fuck it was so fucking hard. I when I was done with it, it I felt like fucking Trump after he climbed the stairs when he got home from the hospital, you know, it, the close-ups of him like gasping for breath. I felt like that for 2 days after this fucking 10 minute climb. I finished my workout but my, ch- I felt like I did permanent lung damage. <laughs> like my fucking lungs hurt. Like they, I was the short ones. They wheezing. make hard. They like really yeah. trick because they assume somebody's got like ten minutes before work. Yeah, and they're just gonna jam like the hardest shit in there to like make them feel like they're getting the bang for their buck. Because sometimes the the long ones are deceivingly easy. Like I find the forty five minute like the ones that are split with arms. Like yeah, uh, like uh, fucking. He, like, like I don't know, climb and like arms rides. Like I, I don't think they're because they give you a long enough break doing the arms where it's like, yeah, this isn't too bad. Hey, Stang, you know that Bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. In the history of feet. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, if you're going that far back. And you're yeah. lo- I'm, I'm, rem- I'm if you're going so far back of the history of feet of like when yeah. feet started, yeah, when feet started. We didn't always have socks, but once they got socks going, I mean, I had some pretty garbage socks as a kid. Oh man, I had garbage Quitters. socks as an adult. As an adult, yeah, yeah, falling down, sliding down my shoes, getting yeah. getting sweaty. Yeah, where they fall, and then all of a sudden you have like a. a a slipper on underneath un, underneath the shoe. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's like, what did I put a couple of sacks on my feet? And I'm not gonna lie to you. It's not. Sacks. I got some. I got some thick calves. You do. So you do. sometimes when I'm rocking with my thick calves, I stretch out them bad boys. Yeah, man. And then happen. all of a sudden they 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 zhuzh, they zhuzh down yeah. at the bottom, and all of a sudden I have like some. You know, it looks like I've got leg warmers on. I don't like that. <laughs> no, I don't no, like no, that no. one bit. You know? Well, thank God we've got Bombas, man. They've literally thought of every little detail of the yeah. socks that we wear, and they've thought of ways to make them more comfortable. I'm wearing them every day. UG wearing them every day. Every single day I rock these because, A, I love the way they look. B, I love the way that they feel. And you know what? They're workout socks. They you know, they do the wick. They wick. They wick it all away. It yeah, keeps, I mean, you know. I, I, uh, I got some new Bombas recently. I got the men's performance performance cushioned no-show i'm a no-show sock guy oh no um, i need to see my socks so i go calves you go, I go calves. calves yeah i go okay. halfway up the calf just in case you know i knock my my shins into something i got a little bit <laughs> a little bit of protection there smart well i'll tell you these these uh performance no-show it's cool because most no-show socks you get they're not factored in performance they're just basically like the cheapest kind of sock sure but these ones these ones have the hex tech and that's their uh, performance breathability and moisture wicking to keep you dry and cushioned and comfortable. They've got airflow venting and they got stay put heel grips. Dude, I mean that's so it's, that's key. Yeah, I mean you got it all like whatever whatever kind of structure you want to like a special sock. They have that in their no shows now, which is I'm all I'm all about. Plus the colors are fun. The colors are fun and they're very cozy. But uh, color wise, I I rock the calf height ones. And the cool thing about that is I don't like to be too showy when it comes to going to the gym and wearing okay. these 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 socks. But they're also cool enough where if I'm wearing a pair of slacks, 
I'm oh, still yeah. rocking my bombos underneath because they've got like some cool patterns and all that stuff. And I'll give you a little heads up, folks. Right now, there's like the seven pack of Sesame Street socks that Quincy wears. Quincy oh, wow. loves these socks. Oh, I don't I know how it. he feels about performance because he's like, you know, but it's got the grippers on the bottom. So he's yeah. rocking those out. So like he's just running around in socks and he loves the Bumba socks that he's rocking out too. So, hey, I love it. You know, and you also, you know, every pair of socks that you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. So how cool is that? I mean, the generosity of Bombas uh, customers has allowed them to donate over 34 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000 plus giving partners. So how, I mean, you just feel good, not only because they're on your feet, but because they're giving it to other people. So give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash dumbbells. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash dumbbells for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash dumbbells. I mean, treat yourself, get 20% off, uh, show a little self-care for yourself and then help somebody out in need. Yeah, so some of the rides we should say too, the, the bikes are are set up with um, dumbbell holders in the back and you can get like one, two or three pound dumbbells. And then a lot of the rides have arm brakes in them. Not all of them, but you can do that and get like some arm toning stuff in. Which, which is kind of cool, fun. yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of fun. Idea. Get a little pump. I actually bought like some heavier like weights, heavier, like small dumbbells just to like make it a little bit more challenging. Sure. And once you get like, seven and a half pound weights like that shit gets pretty hard because you're doing a lot of reps yeah yeah i mean so i i i'm enjoying it and i like i do save like a half hour or 45 minute rides for the the times that i'm not lifting like my days off um and and those are usually those alex classes because that dude is just He's a beast. Like, you know, it's just great, like great voice also. Great voice. Oh, he's the best. And the motivation the that he man. has, like I've yeah, he's a hype mm. man. He's like solid. And I so like it is for me kind of similar in the way that I work out where I'm just like I I I understand the and I'm I'm sure there's a number of the female instructors that are would whoop my ass because that lawyer woman whooped my ass more than, you know, anybody else. Um, but I just I've just gotten so used to the way that Alex teaches already that I'm not bored of it. And, you know, but I I don't know. I mean, this has been like a couple of weeks. I don't. And, you know, ours is on our way to our house. I don't think we're going to get it for like another three weeks from now. So I'll be back home and have like a couple of weeks of not having it. So it'll probably be like back to my regular lifting routine. But then once I get back into it, I'm curious of how consistent i'm gonna i'll feel like it's um i'm gonna want to do it well here's here's what you know so rogers touched on it at the beginning what it's great for people that that are kind of tethered to home obviously we all are now because of we're quarantining but people that with like new babies or kids um people that are working from home or have like or, or even like dogs and shit where you can't 
you're having a hard time or you're finding that you're missing your workout because you just cannot leave your house to get away to the gym, you are, you're, you're set up to succeed with the Peloton because it's 20 minutes, it's in your house and then it's done. Yeah. You know, I mean, Trish is going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't always have to be a 45, 60 minute thing. You mm. can do the 20 minutes and you're done. Yeah. So it, 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 it'll open you up in that respect. But I think that, I think you guys are right. I think you do need to cross train with it. Yeah. I think it, it, it is enough all on its own, but I think you will be, you will be at best maintaining. You're missing a little bit unless you cross train. At least, I mean, at least at the very least, stretching. Yeah. Oh, but, um, I, I got to say, that's one great thing that, it's gotten me to do is I do love their stretching programs. Yeah. Now, do you do the full body uh, stretch that they do, or are you just doing like that five minutes after the ride? I'll do either or. I mean, definitely like I'm more liable to do just like the five minute stretching one, but I'll even chalk that up as a victory because I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I'm so bad about stretching that I love how hard they push the stretching on everything all yeah. the time. And, uh, Another thing I love about the bike, those five-minute, ten-minute warm-up cool-downs. I yeah. think that's a huge plus of the bike if you're using it in conjunction with other things. There have been times where I'm like, okay, I'm going to do some like heavy lifting, but I'll do like a really low-impact ten-minute ride just to get like the blood moving around a little bit. And same thing with the cool-downs. Like I... Um, I would say I'm pretty religious about doing those warm-up, cool-down rides, and it allows me to get more rides in. I mean, huh. shit's true. And, you know, I'm fucking no spring chicken. I, I just got to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. And you see yourself riding it for a while, huh, uh, Rogers? Are you... Are you uh, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens when all this shit ends. And again, like, I, I do feel like I'm not... At my strongest, um, you know, a year ago, I probably was had more muscle mass. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. When you first got, I mean, but you got to figure cardiovascular health. Yeah, I mean, you you touched on the mental health side of it. It's important for mental health, you know, serotonin and dopamine and all that stuff. But also, just like your heart health and cardiovascular health. I mean, it is good. Like I would say, I would do some hit workouts at the gym. But they weren't as hard as what I was doing on the bike. I, I wasn't. I wasn't pushing myself to where I was like out of fucking breath. Yeah, you know. I'm definitely. I haven't. Um. I mean, with my lifts, I'm not sweating the way that I am when I'm doing these. Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah. dripping. Uh, you know, with these workouts, I mean, you fucking sweat like a fucking Rick yeah. James bender. Yeah. It's like, hey, you gotta. I gotta like clean my bike. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. because I usually don't. You know, like I've. I have never really been somebody that's just drenched with sweat after workouts and this has definitely done your bleed is done it dope enough <laughs> done it for it's kind of like I, I you know i i have yet to figure out the best of both worlds a little bit like when i'm at the gym i'll treat my fucking my cardio afterward as almost like a recovery like yeah. i'll do some hits but they won't be super intense and, like, I'll look forward to them after lifting. Um, or some days I won't even do it. I, like, won't even get that in there. And now I feel like I'm putting too much emphasis. I'm, I'm like, I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> like, the I'll difference. never get it right. And same thing, like, they got great fucking um, core, like, ab programs. Yeah. Your girl, oh, yeah. Emma Lovewell, teaches a bunch of good core yeah. classes. So, like, that's another thing when I'm doing, like, a lifting program 
that can often get brushed aside where it's like, eh, you know, I worked my core pretty hard doing these fucking heavy squats. Like, am I going to really spend another 15 minutes? I've been at the gym for an hour. Am I going to like do uh, like some sort of crunch cycle for fucking 15 minutes? And I'll be like, no. Um, so I have yet to get the fucking complete thing. Of yeah. Like, Focusing equally as hard on all yeah. three elements of my workout, or like just kind of like some. What sort will happen of, when you do that? You'll turn into energy. <laughs> yeah, then I'll it I'll just, just like run like powder out into a disappear. field and just fucking dematerialize. <laughs> yeah, your essence will get blasted through Jeff Goldblum. But there's a, you know like no, no, everybody acting like they can feel powder coming moving through their bodies. What Jeff a movie! Goldblum, like oh god, I'm ready to date a new teenager. <laughs> And play them a, a yeah. beautiful song in the piano. Um, I feel powder. Um, but I think there's like a, uh, there is something to that never getting that mix direct, correct is, is also good. Because then you can focus certain times where you're like, oh man, I'm putting yeah. all this time into Peloton and, and into these rides. Why don't I focus on lifting? And then that, that gets your brain off of the Peloton as much. And maybe you'll focus on that a little bit and then, you know, move, kind of move your energy to, to each different, um, I guess, a- aspect of your workouts. I don't know. Right. Like, did you, were you still lifting when you first got the bike last year? Were you lifting and doing the Peloton or did you like just get locked in? No. Yeah, I was doing more of a thing where I would. Like you still had your to, gym membership. Yeah, I had my gym membership. And it was more of, like, I didn't use my bike nearly as much. Like, it, to me, it was like, yeah, I'll use this, like, two or three times a week, maybe. You it know, was like, for those days you were stuck at home. It was those wasted days where you missed the workout because you were trapped writing and make it, trying to make an assignment or something. Yeah, or a so, like, and, and then when I didn't even have that on my back, it would be like, oh, well, I got the bike here. Maybe today I'll just do some, like, cardio and, like, call it a, it, almost like an active rest day. Yeah, where it's like you know what I can get something in. Normally, I wouldn't do jack shit and I just stay home. But today, I, I yeah, I can crank out a twenty minute hit ride, and like and now I feel like I got a little something in. Yeah, and like and and it might go back to that once you know the world is like open again. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Well, let's let's close this out. So I think for people, um, people should know. Get the app, play around with the app, find out if you if you like the way it looks because that'll be a good a good um, you know marker for if you're going to be able to use the bike or not. And then I think it's a good time to get the bike now because the new ones they they seem like they've solved a lot of the issues. Sure, the screens swivel, the screens the screen squibbles, the screens, screen squibbles. screen screen squibbles, daddy, <laughs> daddy, the screen squibble, the the screens <laughs> swivel, which is like a huge. Plus, because they, um, you can do the stretching and shit, and just you know work the screen around the room. And I don't know. I think there's some improvements to the like how the resistance knob works and all that shit now. But you can also try it for. I think is it? Can you try it for a month and send it back? You can yeah, try it for a month and send it back. You can also get the app for free. I think for the first thirty days. Yeah. Um, so 
you know, there's there's ways you can kind of play around with it. And if it's if it's out of your price range, you can get a bike for under three hundred dollars and then just use the app. Sure. You can use like your iPad or something like that. Not as good, but I, I did it for a while and it was it was doable. At least you can, you know, take advantage of the instructors and shit. And we'll definitely um, do one. I mean, um, yeah, my bike arrives in mid November. And I, so we'll do a check in. And we can yeah, do I it. want to check in and see how you're how you're feeling about it. And I want you, yeah, and I want to see like how often I'm actually going to lo- use it at home because at home, I mean, the setup here at the hotel is like better than my setup at home, but it's still similar where most of my workouts are still a lift, and then I'm doing that for maybe 20 minutes and not doing it every day. But I am intrigued by it, and now that we're getting it at the house, I'm just. I'm, you know, I'm assuming that both Trish and I are going to use it to a certain extent to make it worth it, you know. Even Alice will. Um, yeah, and Alice will too. But I need to get some shoes uh, for it because uh, it came with like one pair of shoes or whatever. And um, I feel like my thick ass caveman feet weren't even going to fit in them asshole clip-ins. You know what? I got I got their Peloton shoes and I also have, you know, hobbit feet. Yeah. Um that you know, someone just recently told me they they were they did confirm that they were as as wide as I thought they were. Yeah. Uh, the, they they you know what they <laughs> confirmed? Yeah, it's been confirmed. I, okay. I, so they're not good for biking shoes. Yeah. But you know what? They're 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 they stretched out. They fit. Oh, they did. Yeah. Yeah. No I problems. was I was looking up I was looking up other ones that are a little bit got a little bit more of a wider toe box in there for my triple E's. Nah, man, you can stuff your hooves into the <laughs> Honestly, shoe. I don't know right. if I can. <laughs> Honestly, I just, like, I rarely can wear Nikes. Yeah, Nikes are out for me, too. They, they're just, like, impossible. The fuck, when the fuck are they going to, like, figure it out? I don't know. Not everybody's got little gazelle feet. <laughs> no, nobody does. Yeah. Because I, 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 like, don't have big feet. Like, yeah. average size feet, just fucking wide. I got, My, like, duck feet. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have some, I've got some, like, I'm never losing balance because my, you know, because my Uh feet aren't on the ground correctly. I'm like, you got them planks. I do. I got them. It's like when a little kid draws a foot. It's just like a fucking blob. It is. It's a blob. (laughs) This episode was brought to you by Magic Spoon. You know, Stanger. Growing up, I just loved myself some sweet cereals. And you know what? As an adult, again, we've said it a million times. Sometimes you just need that crunch when it's time for treats. When it's time for treats. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, it, it, it was wild. They know that kids love cereal. Yeah. And they know. Because they're, they're You're talking about cartoons. the man. The man knows. Yeah. The man knows. They're making cartoon commercials. Sure. You're getting all obsessed with it. You got to solve the mystery and see what the stuff tastes like. You want it. And then, you know, then we lose that whole, like, I'm starting to watch my carbs as an adult. Right. I don't want to be fat. I don't want to put on weight. And I have to carve that, that entire piece of nostalgia for my life. The I fun know. cereal part of my life is gone. Right. That's so then known. all of a sudden, we don't have to do that anymore. I mean, we've known this for a while because we've been eating this for yeah. a minute now. We're talking about Magic Spoon. It's the zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net carbs in each serving. So you're rocking that. You're making sure you're getting protein into your cereal. And that's, you know, that's if you're going no milk. And I'm going with a little bit of milk. So I'm getting some protein from my milk. Oh, man, and, you're doing, you know, you're covered, man. I'm I, covered. Listen, 
uh, you know, and people are asking, wow, it's so healthy. Is it beef flavored? What is it? No. no. The reason we're talking about the kids cereals because they somehow solve the mystery yes. in making kids cereal healthy for adults and for anybody that really wants to eat it. Yeah. They it's almost too, too good to be true. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. We got four flavors. We got cocoa. We got fruity. We got frosted. We got blueberry. Yeah. Um, it's known, well known around town in many <laughs> circles that I'm a blueberry many guy. Many circles. Many, many circles. circles. Didn't think I would be. And Wouldn't have guessed it. And Wouldn't I have anticipated it. And I swung over to the fruity side. Yeah. For my cereal, I mean. Yeah. I switched over to my fruity side. Guys, this is keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free. I mean, come on. There's four awesome fra- flavors. We just said them. Uh, whatever free it. club you're in, whatever free family you're in, or if you're in multiple, you're covered with these. You're safe. Yes. They come got on. it handled. People are eliminating all kinds of unhealthy garbage from their lives, and Magic Spoon knows this, and they're yes. catering to us specifically. They I sure feel like I'm are. being heard. I feel like I'm finally being heard. Me too. Finally, somebody. So go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code dumbbells at checkout to get free shipping. And at Magic Spoon... They're so confident in their product that it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. They won't even ask you a question. No. That's good. All I do is ask questions. Yeah, and I would ask you, like, what the hell do you want? Yeah, I would say, where do you live is my question. So I can grab those cereals from you and I eat them myself. That's magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the code dumbbells for free shipping. Again, magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the code dumbbells for free shipping. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring this podcast and making that delicious cereal. Mm. All right, guys. There it is. There it is. I mean, that's everything. That's everything you needed to know at the moment that we recorded it. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's everything that we knew at the time. I mean, a lot of things have changed since then. So much has changed. You know, just life-wise, but also just Peloton-wise for me especially. I am back in Los Angeles. Back in Los Angeles. No bike. What's happening now? So, so, um... So Huge has been jumping on the just the app train, you know, using my um, my uh, tablet and uh, and going through some of the workouts. I will say, um, those hit classes and all that stuff, um, I'm into. I'm into those hit classes. Oh, cool. I'm, I'm really. I I feel like they're really getting me there within that uh, that fifteen twenty minutes. And what I've been doing is I've tried their strength. I like their strength ideas. It'll be like a 20-minute strength. Maybe a 30-minute strength was the the longest you could do. It's still kind of, you know, um, like Ben was saying, it's it's still focused on higher reps and, you yeah. know, like keeping keeping that. Um, um, it's home gym. Yeah. So yeah. it's like how can you have the best workout with minimal equipment? But I will say to a certain extent they do mention that, you know, um, slow it down, fo- focus on form, and you're still going to feel it all the way through. And I, and I right. do agree with that. Um, I tried their resistance band class with, with some of my resistance band. I think it was okay. I will say the hit classes and then the outdoor run. Oh, um, yeah. The audio I like one. like that. 
Ben liked I, that one. I'm into both of those quite a bit. I think those are going to get me through until this bike gets here in a couple of weeks. But I think now that I am home and I have my gym again at my house, I think I'm going to stick to a strength training routine that I already love and I already do. I, I feel like there's a good, there could be some good chemistry between the strong lifts five by five mm-hmm. and this. Because yeah. the five by five is three days a week. You know, you're hitting those deadlifts, you're hitting the squats, uh, you're hitting bench press, and that's three days a week. And then on those supplement days, jumping into a you know a twenty minute hit plus a twenty minute run, or you know a mix. And I I think even jumping into like the body weight strength classes that they had on those days off aren't going to hurt your gains too much on your lift days. Um, yeah. Honestly, I think, you know, the heavier I end up again in my strong lifts on my five by five, I might have to pull back a little bit on like adding the strength element and just be riding. And I think at that point, you know, the bike will be here. So I think I'll be able to mix it up pretty well. But I feel like I'm still going to jump into like a five by five or something similar to that and then use the app and the bike for basically my my cross cardio training. stuff. Yeah. My cross training, but yeah, but I love it. I, I like what they have. Um, and I think it's a good, it's a good place, um, for, I, I feel like it's a good place for beginners or intermediate training. You know, um, they, they have enough there. They, I, I've noticed that there is a couple of workouts and I don't know if, if, if Ben hasn't been getting into it as much anymore, but they do, um, focus on some heavy dumbbell work sometimes. Um, and, uh, I think that that's good. I, I, uh, I did a, um, uh, a hit, um, class with Adrian. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, Adrian. And, hey. uh, and he kept it pretty heavy. I mean, there was like shoulder presses and stuff and he was like, use medium weights. And I'll tell you, even at the medium weights, I was like, my shoulders Ooh. were burning. I gotta say, hey, yo, Adrian, the medium weights are a little heavy. Yeah. You wake up after a few years, <laughs> the medium weights feel heavy. But that's all. But, you know, I feel like it's it's good as far as I'm excited. I think that Peloton can be enough if you're focused on um, on gaining kind of overall fitness and, uh, and, and gaining some strength. Now, if you want to get some real gains in your lifts, obviously... Yeah, you're gonna have to stick to some kind of um, heavy heavy days that aren't av- available yet on uh, the Peloton app. I wanted to. Um, so we spent a lot of time because um, because she had good questions. Carla had some good questions that was able that we were able to kind of uh, you know expand on and, and sure. have a whole talk about. Yeah. Um, but but so we were, she was talking about using the Sweat app. Uh, and we're talking about sweat app versus Peloton. Somebody wrote us and I thought it was, it's worth reading, um, because it speaks to that specifically. It comes from Rebecca and she says, um, hi dumbbells. Is that right? It feels weird. Yep. You're right. You can call us that. Uh, (laughs) I just listened to part one of the Peloton episode and wanted to comment on Carla's point about the sweat app. I've been using that as well and recently added Peloton to the mix for the past three ish months. I've been mixing Peloton rides three to four days a week sometimes less if I go for an outside and sweat out workouts three to four times a week. I don't have the bike. So I use a Schwinn spin bike. So I don't get all the social competitive features on Peloton, 
but I still feel like it's a great experience matching cadence and estimated resistance. I'm sticking with sweat for resistance training because I like the structure of the program. With Peloton strength classes, I always pick something short or easy or scroll through options until I don't have time anymore. So I feel like the sweat prescribes my workouts each week to an extent. And then I, on the bike, I can just pick out what I want. Just thought I'd share. Love the podcast. And I'm glad that you guys are back. Becca, thank you. That's, that's actually a good point because I yeah. do feel like sometimes I'm scrolling around just looking for bike rides. So I could imagine the workout side, the same thing where you're just like, what do I do? What do I do? Versus if you're using an app that says, okay, based on your goals, here's your workout. This is how it looks. Go and do it. As opposed to, you know, you're, you're getting a little bit too, you know, too choosy with who you can pick and then you end up doing nothing or you fudge on your program a little bit or maybe step outside of whatever your specific goals are because you like an instructor and they're teaching a class that maybe isn't goal specific, but you just kind of want to hang with them. So there's a little bit of give and take there. You know, you yeah. have to you have to honor whatever your goals are and what you're trying to do. And you also have to honor enjoying your workout. So right. I get, I get both sides of it. So I would say if Peloton gets you to show up, um, you kind of, who cares what you're doing sure. versus if you are, if you feel like it's analysis to paralysis, then maybe use something that's got a little bit more structure to offset, you know, I hear but, that. Yeah. But I, but, I thought but that as, was good insight. And I think it's good insight as far as not purchasing the bike. You know, if you're just using the app, because the, the app, like they said, is, you know, twelve ninety nine. I think, a month if you don't have the bike and you're just using the app, plus what you already have. And a couple of people in the comments from our last episode, um, other than people putting their um, their username so that people can be hashtag Bell, baby, Bell yeah. Babies or Pelo Dads or whatever, I don't know. Um, but if you are using the hashtag Bell Babies, you can find other um, dumbbells peeps out there um, and also put your um, username in the comments for either this episode or for the last episode. But in the last episode um, comments, people mentioned the Schwinn IC4 right. um, that uh, connects uh, to the Peloton app via Bluetooth um, and you can get cadence and heart rate from there. And also somebody got a sunny bike from a yard sale and then got a Bluetooth cadence sen sensor from Wahoo, which is one of the like kind of uh, heart rate sensor companies. Um, and it clips right into the pedals. So um, they use the road bike as well. And the, you know, the app plus the Apple Watch all just tracks everything. So they're able to track cadence um, with every ride. So, yes. you know, so it's I am Jessica Duh. Thank you for for telling us about your Schwinn IC4. I yes. looked them up. They're uh, they're under a thousand dollars retail, so like eight hundred ninety nine dollars. You could probably find them used too, and uh, you get a tablet, and uh, the uh, the bike will then uh, you you run the Peloton app, and the Peloton app will recognize. Uh, the Bluetooth signal, and you can see your cadence and heart rate on screen. Boom. Now, where you lose is your output. So you're never going to be on the leaderboard, and you're never going to see that total output. You also then are kind of at the, uh, at the, you know, you're at the mercy of the machine for however it records your resistance. But having the having the cadence is huge. Yes. Um, and it's right there on the screen. Also, so the um, and then it was Jess. Jurdis at Jess Jurdis. Uh, she's the one that's got the sunny bike. Right. Uh, she talked about this Wahoo. I looked that up 40 bucks on right. Amazon. You, uh, you place it on the pedal 
And you should look at the Amazon reviews because people have people use this specifically for Peloton. And I guess there's a way, there's a little bit of a technique or strategy as to where to place the uh, where to place the device on the pedal so that you get the most accurate resistance reading. And the instructions okay. aren't it works well, but the instructions aren't clear on that. But tons of people have like commented on there and uh, they have pictures of where to place it. That Wahoo will also uh, show up on the Peloton app screen. So you're covered. You've got oh, the great. you've got the cadence right there. Yeah. And you can use whatever bike you want. Um, and so like, yeah, you just if you already have one, if you use a road bike and you put it on, you know, spinners or whatever it is, um, uh, you're set. So yeah, I don't know how options. the I don't know how the leaderboard works as far as any as far as the app or you know um, you don't um, you don't get it you don't get it no if you're using the app at all. What happens if you're using some of those cardio workouts from the bike? Are you is there a way to to track that? No, right? Unless you have a heart rate monitor on. Yeah, but even then, there's no leaderboard. Like so, right, it's there's like, no leaderboard. So if you if you're not plugged into the bike, you don't have a total. Like they're they're kind of magic algorithm to get that that total output in kilojoules. You lose that, and you also sure. lose whatever their kind of standardized system for resistance is. So the leaderboard is but ultimately just for the cycling because you can't yeah. use it for anything else. Right. Um, so if that's enough to persuade you to you know stay consistent on the bike portion of it then yeah get the bike and you know and and all the bells and whistles that come with it i'm excited about that 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 was a big thing that now that i'm not using the bike and i'm just using the app i miss that a little bit yeah that um you know but you know on my apple watch i'm still seeing what my you know my output is and all that stuff as far as calorie burn and stuff so i'm still getting some of the metrics for myself Right. But it's just not showing up on the app. And maybe there's a way for that to switch up once, you know, I wear a heart rate monitor that's like connected to that or something. I don't know. Um, uh, but but right now, I think it's more than enough. I also wanted to say I was looking into the bike plus some more. Yes. In addition to the screen, which we talked about, which is bigger and swivels uh, so as to, you know, so you can do the more cross training with it. Sure. Um, the resistance is plugged in somehow to the instructors and so you can set it so that the uh instructors can control the resistance essentially wow yeah so as you're getting like coached to like you know go up go down whatever you can set it so that it'll automatically go you you, and i guess you forfeit your control over that so then Um, are you also then staying kind of right do you get to set like if you're on the, the top, high end or the yeah, low end, I don't know. And middle. Okay. It seems like you would be able to, um, but it doesn't happen for the live classes. It has to be after the class. Got it. After for, they've locked it all in. After they've locked it all in. Sure. Yeah. But that's a cool feature. I, yeah. I would like to try something like that because sometimes for some of the hit ones, you know, it's a lot to kind of manage where you're, you know, if you're just going or the Tabatas where you're going 15 seconds up, 15 yeah. seconds down. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, but good. Uh, we love all of those comments that we got in about that. Uh, we also got some about some of these caveman shoes uh, for myself. We're talking about some of there's a Nike pair, um, which is surprising to me because Nikes in general run pretty narrow for me. So I was curious to see that. Um, and then I also saw that uh, Lake Cycling 
um, makes wide and extra wide shoes for people. So yeah, Darwin um, Darwin B told us about the Nikes. Uh-huh. Um, got them in twelve. They're lightweight, made specific for indoor cycling. And, and then they're Chris, not, yeah. And then Chris Lind uh, tells us about the lake cycling. Thanks right. for yeah. Love those. Yeah, we love those choices. We love we love that idea. I mean, we've also been told um, that uh, the Peloton actual Peloton shoes. Um, don't run that narrow. So, you know, there's a chance that, you know, they, they might just fit fine. So I decided to just get the Peloton shoes for now, see how they feel once I, I put them on. If they feel tight already, then I'm, I'll probably return them and, and, and switch out to something else that would make more sense, like a wide or extra wide. I don't think I'll need an extra wide shoe, but maybe just the wide version of the lakes. Um, but I... What are the best sneakers for you? For me? Yeah, that, that fit, fit you the most comfortably. Usually these, like Reebok, um, uh, like the Reebok uh, Nanos, the, uh, the CrossFit shoes, because they have a wide toe box on it. The Reebok's Nanas? Na- na- uh, grandmas, yeah. Grandmas. Yeah. yeah. Nanos, they're called. They used to be CrossFit Nanos, but then they took CrossFit out of the name, understandably. Oh, yeah. Um, so those are the CrossFit looking shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they, they yeah. just have like this wider. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got like a wider thing to them. Wider toe box, as they call them, as the people in the world call them, a wide toe box. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I usually stick with. And um, and I rock that. Um, so maybe I might need something a little bit. Um, Does Reebok make spin shoes? Probably, right? I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't really like look it, it up. Do you like it when little kids have wee box? Uh, I love. Good, I love wee box. I'll, I'll be honest. We got Alice a pair of the the new Cardi B Reebok. Oh, that's adorable. Are uh, they called wee box? No, no, they're called Reebok with an R. Yeah. That's cute. There was a, there was a time where they were calling them wee box for the kids. I think that's, that's a, adorable. That was the move. Yeah, I think that really was the move. Yeah. Um, and then they, uh, you know, they bailed. I don't know why. Why would you bail on the Wee Box? The Cardi B Reeboks. Uh what about the song WAP? Do you like the song? I do. I do. <laughs> Hard not to listen to that. Hard not to listen to it, yeah. Um you know what? And uh, one thing that you guys did mention um in the recording was that the songs start to get old and the mixes. I haven't found that yet. Maybe I'm 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 still new to too new to it to to realize that that's happening. It, but there's there's enough there. There's enough variety from the instructors. But you you can tell like if you're listening to like their classic rock stuff, there is songs that get played, and then there's also total blind spots of certain kind of music that never get brought up. But Emma Lovewell, who I mentioned before, is an instructor that I really like. She does listening parties to where she'll play all new artists. Oh, cool! So that's really cool. Um, and then she's also off the beaten path a little bit for music sometimes, which is kind of fun. And she's she'll like if you follow her Instagram, she'll do Spotify playlists um, for, you know, all kinds of different songs and moods and all that kind of stuff. So she's really Great. into the music side of things. So Love I think I, when I when I kind of pepper her in, I get a little song variety, um, which is which is nice. One of but the yeah, strength- but you you do like pop they'll, like their pop songs. They have their stuff, they play. And then a lot of them play 90s music. Yeah. Tons of nine. It just must be the demo that's using Peloton. Yeah, maybe tons of '90s shit. Where I'm like, what is the '90s like? I know. Desired it. 
era for music? I don't What's know. What's going on here? It, it is. It feels a little strange in that way. Also, I did take another Robin class, but this time a strength class, and she brought up the lawyer stuff again. Yeah, man. I'm like, she loves the lawyer stuff. Everybody's got their bag of tricks. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think Trish is, is going to be excited about it. Um, uh, I'm, I'm interesting to see, I'm interested to see, um, you know, how she feels once we get the bike at the house and, you know, and we're all locked into the app and everything. But how's it been being back home? We didn't, I didn't even ask you that. Great. I mean, you know, great. Settling yeah, back in, settling back in kids are great. It's good to have like that responsibility again, that like, yeah. You know, it was more stressful to not have it yeah. than it is to guilt. actually have it. Feel yeah, guilty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The guilt is gone from everything. I have no guilt. That's good. I'm guilt free. Always. I got white guilt. Yeah. I got that, that white guilt, man. Yeah, that's a given. That's a given <laughs> for you, bro. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, I, um, I, I, I feel excited about jumping into it, having it here at the house and figuring out where it's going to go in the house and, you know, how often I can actually use it. I mean, and to be honest, in like, you know, six, seven weeks, Tacoma starts up again. So it'll be nice to to know that I can, you know, work out at home and be covered and and, and feel excited. So that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a huge amount of freedom. If you have the luxury to be able to get something like that, it's a huge amount of freedom because it's, you mean, you got 20 minutes, you don't, there's no gym negotiating. There's no drive time factor. There's no, right. you can literally like, if you have 20 minutes to spare, you're on it, your workout's done and that's it. Yeah. It's great. So that's, that's, um, a major appeal of it. Yeah. That I probably wouldn't have, you know, had it not been for quarantine, I wouldn't have ever, uh, jumped on the, jumped yeah. on it. Yeah. So, well, great lining. That's where we are. We're happy to be there and it, it keeps going. Um, so, uh, anybody out there, if you have thoughts that we haven't covered or questions that we haven't covered about this Peloton bike or that kind of cycling workout um, or using the app, uh, let us know. You know, um, hit us up on all social media. We're at the dumbbells on that. And um, and if not, uh, email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And if you have other questions, other kinds of workouts, anything else you want to gloat you want to brag you want to ask us about you know other strength training or whatever please feel free to do so um in in either way through the social media outlets or through our email um we want to we want to fucking hear it guys yeah we do it's it's us we're in this together we want to hear from you guys we're figuring shit out we're solving mysteries yeah, we we're, are. We're we're enjoying each other's company. We want it. We want to hear how you guys are kicking ass. We want to hear what's frustrating you. We want to hear what the fitness fads and trends are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll we'll fucking investigate and we'll let you know if it's bullshit or not. Yeah, whatever it is, let us know. And also let let us know what you figured out. Yeah, please. Uh, that'd be awesome. We uh, love hearing from you guys. We love the support from everybody. Uh, we love the community, even if Ben Rogers does not like community. We, the dumbbells, do. So um, hashtag Bell Babies on there. Um, somebody else hashtag Pello Bell Babies. Wherever you'll find us, um, you know, uh, and find each other uh, through the comments of either of these ep- episodes on Instagram or, you know, just searching uh, Bell Babies, I think. 
yeah. on your Peloton bike, you'll be able to find other people that are um, in this community. So, yeah, ride together and uh, and ride with us, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to add some of these. Are you going to put your name these. out there? I think so. I think I'll add some of the hashtags in there. I'm, I'm Corderoids on there. On your bike? I'm not bike, sure yeah. if I want to put my name out yet. That's fine. I want people judging my rides if I take an easy, taking it easy. Hey, everybody's got their journey. I'm happy about sharing Fucking mine. Stanger did another beginner ride. Sure. He's had that bike for two years. If that's what you need, that's what you need, bud. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Hey. Hey, let's do it. Stanger um, got a flat line all the way across on the hill ride. No resistance. That's Boys, okay. Listen. Hey, babe. Hey, hey babe. babe. Don't worry babe. about it. Hey. Don't hey. worry about it. Hey, let's call them all out. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this is your first ride. Welcome to it. If this is your last <laughs> ride, oh, my gosh, you're going to die. Is that what we say? Yeah, man. Cool. Um, and, call you know, uh, review, rate, and um, give us five stars on that um, on, on that stuff so that we We're can. We're looking at it. We want to see know. it. And if you have a message to us or, you know, you want us to say something motivating, we're going to say it on air again. We're, we're starting that back up. Yeah. Um, I think so we're going to do it Peloton style in the next episode. Yeah. I'd love to do it with a little music in, in that. And maybe that's how we'll, we'll rock it out. Um, so, yes. So keep in touch with us. We'll keep in touch with you. Every week, Wednesday, these episodes come out. So join us for them. Um, uh, and... Uh, subscribe to us. Cool. Yeah. Get on it. Share it with a friend. Uh, I want to tell you guys on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the dumbbells and our wonderful two-part guest, the Peloton Don Ben Rogers. We'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean and live in between. Yep. One, two, three. That was a headgum podcast.